Hey there, we're Tali and Ophira Adut, identical twins and astrologers. Welcome to Astro Twins Radio, where we bring the stars down to Earth. Hey, stargazers, it's Tali from the Astro Twins flying solo through the cosmos this week. It's the week of January 29th to February 4th. And if you're feeling a little cranky, a little edgy, a little chaotic, blame it on Uranus. Not Uranus, Uranus. Wait, Uranus. Okay, I'll stop the corny dad jokes, but there really is no good way to talk about that planet. And I'm going to go with Uranus just because you have to choose one and stick with it all the way through. Okay, so on Saturday, this past Saturday, January 27th, Uranus woke up from a five-month retrograde and turned direct in Taurus. And when a outer planet, that's any planet past Mars, so from Jupiter through Pluto, uh, goes retrograde and then goes, you know, direct again, it's kind of like a giant boat, a giant vessel, a cruise ship even turning around, you know? It's not going to be like a quick little jet ski making a spin uh, through the waves. It You're going to feel it for a good week or so, if not longer, just that this energy is waking up. Um, the outer planets move a lot more slowly through the zodiac. In fact, Uranus has been in Taurus all the way back since May 15th of 2018, and it's there until April 25th or 26th, depending on your time zone of 2026. So we're more than halfway through this cycle. And it is um, definitely a time where we're having to balance two very different energies. Uranus is all about disrupting, rebelling, change, innovation, and Taurus likes to do things a good old-fashioned way. In fact, Uranus is in fall, it's called, in the system of essential dignities. Uh, uh, it is in fall in Taurus, meaning it's not comfortable. In fact, it's its least favorite place because its energy feels restricted and repressed. And when it's in the sign, which only happens every 84 years for about seven years. Uh, and so we're almost done with that, but it has been quite disruptive to all sorts of Torian areas of life, money and work and, you know, the whole end of hustle culture, the fluctuating economy. We are blaming Uranus for that. Now, why am I talking about Uranus? Well, on Monday, it is making a very uh, positive, free-flowing connection to Mars. Uh, Mars is a planet of go, 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 action Jackson. And Mars is actually in Capricorn where it's exalted. That means it's its favorite place in the entire zodiac to be. So here's Uranus all you know, like a, a kid who's been forced to wear a suit for his school pictures. And then there's Mars, who's all like flying in on a magic carpet in zoot boots. And they are going to hang out and make some magic together or make some trouble or make some chaos. Uh, 
They're both in Earth signs, which is a weird energy. Mars is actually the ruling planet of Aries. And if you know anything about Aries, it's a very zippy, novelty-seeking, rebellious, wild avant-garde sign. And Uranus is the natural ruler of Aquarius, which is also this um, eccentric energy. So when Mars and Uranus hang out and have a play date, as they're going to be having on Monday, they want to cook up new ideas. They want to shake up the system. They want to break the molds. However, they're both in, in Earth signs, which means they want to break the mold, but then they're asking, well, can you monetize that? Or how long will it take? Or what's the production value that we'd like to achieve? What are our KPIs? So they're, you know... You know, they may they may as well be in Silicon Valley right now, you know, having one of those edgy startup meetings and, you know, uh, ding, 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 you know, <laughs> and and and, you know, but also finding all the VC they can possibly get their hands on to make it happen. So how does that translate to you? Well, if you have some wild and crazy ideas that you actually think might work maybe even make you some money this is the week to start thinking about them really because uranus waking up is going to be like a big burst of energy you probably already felt it maybe even got a, your circuits blown out a little by it um over the the weekend uh when a, when a outer planet goes retrograde, to be honest, sometimes it could be a little bit of a relief because their energy is very potent. It's very strong and we get a break from all of the outer planets. They go retrograde for five months every year, except for Jupiter, which does four months. It's a little bit of a timeout and you know, it's like, okay, let's integrate. Well, the integration time, which started in August, is now over. And it's time to start, you know, materializing, manifesting. And, and Mars is going to give some real help with, like, thinking about it from a practical, but also, you know, are you playing too small of a game perspective? So if you are maybe not, you know, maybe you need to raise your rates or aim a little higher or you know polish up your presentation materials or make sure you're really if you want to attract a certain type of person for work uh or for love or for whatever well you want to make sure that you're a vibrational match and so you may need to shift your frequency both internally and externally uh and that is a process not something you can necessarily do overnight but don't be surprised if monday or monday tuesday wednesday bring some big epiphanies that are worth recording now friday is the other hot spot day of the week so you're just going to be working with mars and uranus all the way until you know friday when the quarter moon in scorpio comes in and brings a bit of balance to the equation now quarter moon this quarter moon sits between the leo full moon of january 25th and the upcoming february 9th aquarius new moon um so the leo full moon was a really joyful heart opening uh, 
experience. And hopefully you were able to feel that. I was in Puerto Rico myself and uh, I was like at my uncle's house who I haven't seen in about five years. He was married to our Aunt Carolyn for over a de two decades and they collected a lot of art. She was in fact an artist herself and they used to live in California and she helped to bring the Oceanside Museum of Art uh, back to life and turn it into a thriving hub and an amazing place. Um, so, you know, I've been missing her greatly for the last eight years, seven and a half years, but there in Puerto Rico where he had has moved and set up his life was all the art that they collected together. So I got to be in her space. She was someone who really inspired me and Ophi and our sister Leora uh, to get in touch with our own inner artistes and really develop our creativity. So I, I was still riding on that. Now, this quarter moon in Scorpio is kind of a balancer. It's like, okay, you're out there in the world, you're feeling good, now let's focus inward. Let's get everything balanced. Where do you need to get organized? Where have things gotten a little too extreme? And where do you need to figure out where you're investing your time? What's going to bring the biggest ROI? That full moon in Leo was just like, I love you. I love everyone. Oh, my God. And the quarter moon in Scorpio is like, okay, but you can't really love everyone. You got to make some choices here. Who's a VIP and who's in the outer ring? because otherwise you're just gonna deplete all your resources. So where do you wanna make an impact? And who do you wanna make that impact with? Where do you feel in your intuition, in your gut, in your heart, in your soul that you can be the most effective? And when the Aquarius new moon comes and starts the lunar year of the dragon, the wood dragon on February 9th, who do you want to be uh, flying high with? Now, I want to send a little invitation out to everybody before I say anything else. On Sunday, February 4th, we are doing our annual free vision board webinar where we will be getting you guys prepped and walking you through this powerful and amazingly fun process to create your year of the wood dragon vision board we did one last year for the year of the water rabbit and we played bunny bingo and rabbit energy is very different than dragon energy rabbit and it was a water element too since january 2023 um little fun fact the lunar new year's eve is always when the aquarius new moon is which is why Lunar New Year, Eastern Chinese New Year starts at a different date in the Western Gregorian calendar every year, but it's always timed with the Aquarius new moon, that's New Year's Eve. So we're ending the year of the water rabbit. Years that end in two and three are water years, and we're starting a two-year wood cycle, years that end in four and five. So it's a big shift. We're going from this emo, intense introspective water energy to this very growth oriented upright stabilizing wood energy i find that to be good news personally um now rabbit is associated with the very last sign of the western zodiac it's not the last sign of the eastern zodiac but 
um, is associated with Pisces and the planet Neptune, which is about dreams and sacrifice and compassion. Dragon, on the other hand, is connected to Aries, the first sign of the Western Zodiac, and Mars, which is very dynamic, combative, and trailblazing. So we're going to feel that shift big time. So you want to come sign up, get involved in this free webinar. It's uh, the involvement basically means showing up and opening your mind and heart and channels and we will walk you through that exercise. We did um, find out during last year's Bunny Bingo, which we played uh, for the vision board game. This one, this year's vision board is Dragon Ball Bingo, and you'll have to wait and see what those categories are. But Bunny Bingo, one of the categories that we did some vision boarding in was the Fluffle. A Fluffle is the name for a group of rabbits, and I'm gonna be taking that one into 2024 with me for sure. I'm, but uh, a group of dragons is called a thunder. So who's gonna be in your thunder this year? That's something you really wanna think about already with the quarter moon in Scorpio. And just, you know, be real with yourself. Now, do you feel a sexy kind of charge? Sexy, erotic energy doesn't always need to be acted upon, but, that life force energy, that current that you feel. Scorpio is the erotic sign. So just look at where you're attracted, what you're attracted to. Now, if your attachment styles start to flare up as they might, because that quarter moon in Scorpio can make one a little bit defensive and guarded to say the least, Expect that you may have some attachment issues. Just make sure you're not pushing or pulling out of anxiety. Just this is a this is a week for awareness. Pay attention to what draws you in, but you don't have to go like getting all thirsty and anxious, which is what I would do with my attachment. Like, oh my god, I gotta make this happen, or trying to play it cool, or like, oh, but uh, I'm an avoidant and I don't. I don't know what if it overtakes my life you know we have to commit at some point but because this is a quarter moon and and Scorpio does play for keeps but because it's a quarter moon try making a small commitment before you sign on to anything test the waters give yourself a chance to see how it feels with just a little bit of you know commitment not a full-on signed in blood decree okay well that is the week ahead if you're interested in doing vision board go to astrostyle.com events we've got that in the show notes too also if you happen to be in new york city or nearby we are going to be doing vision board live on tuesday January 30th at Luminary, this amazing women's co-working space. All genders are invited to participate 5 to 7.30. If you go to that same astrostyle.com slash events page, you can sign up there uh, and we will look forward to meeting you in person if you can make it. Okay, everyone. Remember, this is the final week of the Year of the Rabbit. You're the water rabbit. So you may really want to pay attention to finishing up the things that the, the rabbit is teaching us, which are forgiveness, 
spiritual um, attunement, introspection, and safety. What do you need to do to create a safer space for yourself? Rabbit is a very vulnerable creature. It's defenseless. So there is strength in numbers, the strength in the fluffle. So if you need to really, you know, make anything right, make amends, do some forgiveness work, some healing, or maybe put some boundaries up with your fluffle, this is the week to do it lovingly, kindly, gently to yourself and to others. And I look forward to entering the dragon with you guys next week. I'll be back with Ophi, Tali flying solo here. Have an amazing week. As always, thanks for listening. You can discover more of your star power at astrocell.com and be sure to follow us on social at Astro Twins. Join us next time for more cosmic fun.